Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, Nation? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open Podcast. LaGreca is gone. Internet down. So the return of the Fat and the Furious with Bully and Tommy Dreamer stacked and packed show for you. We're going to talk about the return of Goldberg. Did you like it or not? Are you looking forward to him versus Roman? Tommy gives his take and so do I. Also, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair set for WrestleMania. How have you felt about Ronda since she has returned? Do you feel like she's up for the task do you feel like she's got enough piss and vinegar tommy will tell you what he thinks and so will i all that plus you the nation right here on the busted open podcast we were talking about goldberg with the nation i threw it out there whether or not the fans were excited to see goldberg back um if they wanted if they were excited for the match with roman and saudi and should they throw a monkey wrench into things? I think this is a perfect opportunity for the for the WWE to stir a lot of shit up and to throw a huge monkey wrench into it. I'd have, personally, I would have Goldberg come back and beat Roman in Saudi and then immediately, immediately do a rematch on SmackDown the following Friday night and put it back on Roman. People would be talking, it would be different, and it would be the exact opposite of what it is right now, which is extremely predictable what do you think i i think it i think that's the problem bully is i think that it is predictable i mean we're almost used to the fact that this time of year goldberg is going to come back and you know i think everybody's like all right goldberg's back it's just for saudi he's going to lose to roman and then you know we'll We'll say goodbye for now, and we'll see him again next year. This has been continuously happening, Bully, since WrestleMania 33. I don't think there's anything special with Goldberg coming back. It's same old, same old. And I have a major, major issue and problem with it. I I can totally understand why. I get it. Would them doing something different help you to get over the problem you're having with it? Yeah, because it's almost at the point where you have to. Because I think the perception is now that when it comes to them making the trip to Saudi, and here's the thing, this is a special event. It's Elimination Chamber, right? This is one of the the big pay-per-views of the year, especially this close to WrestleMania. That It's almost like a fantasy book show 
for Saudi. You know, they got to bring back, and I think that might even have been the plan bully for Shane McMahon before things went awry with the Rumble, that they wanted to bring back these big names, a la Alita, a la a Shane, a la a Goldberg, just for this Saudi show. And it could, we could have a deeper conversation about how the WWE isn't able to make new stars. And I think it's almost predictable and at the point now where it's like you're used to this happening. Why not, Bully? Why not do something to shake it up? Because if you're not, then why would anybody want to tune in to see Roman Reigns and Goldberg? Uh, Gabby or Andre, what is the exact date of the Saudi show again? Does anybody know? Bueller? Bueller? Saturday? Yeah, February. The 19th. So that is a Saturday. I mean... Have have Goldberg beat Roman on Saturday and on the 25th at SmackDown, put the championship right back on him. That's six days of people talking about Goldberg as the new champion. Shake it up a little bit. Are we going to get a face-to-face with Goldberg and Brock on SmackDown? Do we get the three of them in the ring? I would just do a little something. Dave, I promised the nation that we were going to get out to them uh, when you came back. So why don't I throw out to a couple of them and then – Providing you're still with us, you could take back uh, t- take back the ship in a little while, all right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so why don't we do this? Justin, out- you sound very enthusiastic about that, by the way. Uh, Justin <laughs> out in West Virginia. Hey, buddy, what do you think about Goldberg showing back up uh, t- into the WWE? Um, Friday night, I wasn't watching it. Um, I was actually watching the Olympics. Um, I've seen that Goldberg was back on uh, Twitter, and I tuned in to SmackDown. Um, I've been watching, uh, you know, WWE since uh, 1997. Um, I'm 31 years old, so um, it didn't really do anything for me this time, and it hasn't like the last couple times just because, like, what Dave just said a little bit ago. But it was, uh, I mean, it'll be a little bit interesting to see, but I I would be more interested to see the three-way like you were talking about at uh, WrestleMania. What about that three-way scenario interests you? Um, I like the Brock that's, I mean, I've liked Brock for a while, but I, I like this, how he's, you know, he's a little bit of his new character and stuff. And then, uh, the Roman, you know, Roman, Roman's just Roman. He's great. And, uh, with Goldberg, I mean, like I said, Goldberg don't do it for me, but at the same time, you don't really know which way those, which way that would go. And it would just be, you got so many different ways you could go with the Paul Heyman, the Roman, the Brock, the, uh, Goldberg being thrown in there, their past matches and all that stuff. I mean, it's just, I think it would be great TV for you know, at least a couple months even. All right, Justin, thanks a lot. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. Uh, Dave, does a three-way match at WrestleMania between Goldberg, Brock, and Roman do anything for you? Uh, nothing. It does nothing for me. I, I, I don't want to see Goldberg at WrestleMania. And And here's the thing, Bully, like, You know, a lot of people are saying, come on, you guys are overreacting. This is just for the show in Saudi. Well, we saw Goldberg on SmackDown. So it's not just about one off show in Saudi. Goldberg, you know, confronted Roman on SmackDown. So this is infiltrating the storyline with Roman Reigns right now. But to answer your question, no, I, I, I don't need to see Goldberg again at WrestleMania. I got to tell you, for some reason, and I can't explain, maybe it's just because it's about three big heavy hitters. The thought of that three-way is intriguing for me. I can't just say no. Um, 
if they were to go about it the right way, if there was some kind of a story there, uh, imagine that they could tell the story about how, listen, we know Heyman inducted Goldberg into the Hall of Fame. From what I understand, Goldberg wanted Heyman to induct him. And that's the same year that the Dudleys got inducted. And if, if Heyman should have inducted anybody, it probably should have been inducted the Dudleys, but it was Goldberg. So now you have the relationship with Goldberg and Heyman. You have the relationship with Goldberg and Brock. You have the relationship with Heyman and Roman. There is something there. Dad, I know you want right. to say something. No, but let me ask you this, Bully. Like, And this is kind of like an, an overhead conversation, but like, you know, Lita's coming back. You know, and and gonna be it's gonna be in Saudi in in a championship match, right? You know, Goldberg just confronted Roman and is having a championship match with Roman in Saudi. Does it bother you at all that you know these returning legends do, do they just deserve a title shot just because they're legends? Like, does it bother you at all that they're superseding other people on this roster in order to get a title shot? Dave, you're talking to the number one guy who's bothered by just about everything not making sense in pro wrestling these days. Pick a company and I'll tell you what doesn't make sense. So, of course, I'm bothered by it. We also have to understand the very unique situation that the Saudi show is. It's, it's an a la carte wrestling show. You have a wrestling fan with unlimited funds who calls the WWE and says, I'd like to order up one of these, one of these, and one of those. And, and the, the WWE is not going to walk away. This is what we call a sold show in wrestling. On the independent levels or at the much lower levels, a sold show. <clears throat> as, as the owner of the Team 3D Academy, I have sold shows to car dealerships, to Harley Davidson dealerships, to state fairs. They pay a lump sum and we provide them with a show. This is no different than that. Yeah, they got some more pyro and and uh and, and a smoke show <laughs> yeah but bully like but again you could still have goldberg on the show but not have him against roman for the universal championship i mean that's if it's what just, the, the prince wants i know but 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 just listen to this i understand what you're saying it's a board show that's what the prince wants but that wasn't the case at SummerSlam in 2021 when bobby lashley beat goldberg you know, as WWE champion, that wasn't the case at the Royal Rumble last year when Drew McIntyre, you know, beat Goldberg as WWE champion. That wasn't the case at WrestleMania 36 when Braun Strowman beat Goldberg to win the WWE Universal Championship. You know, so it's one thing to say, all right, you're bringing back Goldberg for this bought show for the Prince in Saudi, but I just named three shows over the last year and a half where you use Goldberg at the Royal Rumble, at SummerSlam, and at WrestleMania. And, oh, yeah, by the way, all three of those matches, he lost. And now and he's then, coming back again going after, you know, the Universal Championship. It's ridiculous if you think about it. And here's it. your big picture problem. Until you start developing stars with the same name value, marquee value, drawing power – as Goldberg, they will always resort to calling on guys like Goldberg. Side note, I like Bill. B 
Bill's a really good guy. And I think they keep calling on him because Vince likes him. Bill is an older gentleman, keeps himself in great shape, always does what he what he's asked to do. And, and, and that's it. But I understand your point. But who are you going to put in the spot? All of those three matches, who are you putting in the spot? Because they haven't built anybody. That's their, That's the real problem. You talked about this morning. I saw that tweet about uh, one of our listeners went back and listened to a show from two years ago in which I was saying back then the WWE has a problem. They're not creating any new stars. Yeah. And the new stars that they are creating are only hitting a certain level. We don't have the next John Cena. We don't have the next Steve Austin. We don't have the next Rock, yada, yada, Triple H, Undertaker. That is the bigger picture problem. <clears throat> Thus why they will always call on these returning superstars. And bully, like, and, and again, we could talk about this to the cows come home because we really don't know what the truth and what isn't when it comes to Shane McMahon, you know, that happened at the Rumble. From everything that we're hearing, the reason they were bringing back Shane McMahon to do a story leading into Saudi and possibly WrestleMania because they need Shane McMahon. I mean, we're talking about, you know, 100,000 fans in Texas yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that they don't they don't have any kind of name cachet to use for a major show like WrestleMania. That's why we're we're seeing Shane come back and Lita come back and now Goldberg back again. Because bully, we said it years ago. At some point, you're not going to be able to lean on the Undertaker anymore. There's names that you're you're not going to be able to lean on Shawn Michaels anymore. And they and they waited to the last minute to move on from those guys. But now Shawn Michaels is completely gone. The Undertaker is completely gone. Like Goldberg's the new Undertaker. Goldberg's the guy that you kind of bring in this time of year. You shine him up. You, you tell him in his ear, go in there. And whoever we put you in there with say, I'm next. Go out there and say, I'm, I'm next. Go, go. And, and for all intents and purposes, Goldberg is the new Undertaker now. This is the guy you see this time of year, every single year. There is no disagreement from me on that point. We understand why it goes on. We can yell and scream at the top of our lungs. We can have civil discussions. We can have intellectual discussions. We can have screaming matches about it. This is the way it is. There will never be stars built beyond a certain level anymore over there. The, the top of the food chain now is your Charlotte Flares and your Roman Reigns and your Becky Lynch's, which are considerably not nearly at the same level of your Steve Austin's and your Rock's, yada, yada. This is what we're going to see. This will probably build, this might be Bill's last uh, uh, contracted date. My whole thing has been this. If you're going to throw him into the mix, the way we've seen him thrown into the mix every other time, especially the ways that you just mentioned, why not for this, just this one time, <clears throat> do something different. Get people talking. Shock the world. Let the, let the headlines coming out of Saudi be Goldberg defeats Roman Reigns for Universal Championship. Um, huge implications at WrestleMania. <clears throat> the big main event has now been changed. What the hell is going on? 
Tune in to Monday Night Raw this Monday to hear Goldberg speak about it because you know that they're not going to hold him to one particular brand. And then something happens on Raw that leads to SmackDown. You get a little rematch. Roman gets the championship back, and now you're back on track. Is that is that a is that a, a perfect idea? No. Give me five more minutes, and I'll make it even better. But it, at least you'll get people talking. Yeah. As and, opposed and to ding, ding, ding. Uh, Superman punch, one, two, three, Roman's still the champion. It's the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams in Super Bowl 56. Hi there, everybody. This is Lindsey Rhodes. And if you want analysis for every angle of this exciting, surprising, legacy-defining matchup, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. Our guests and conversations aim to make you a savvier football fan. We're going to cut through the lazy narratives, and there are a lot of them. The low-hanging fruit, none of that. If you want to be the smartest person at your Super Bowl party, please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. New episodes up every Monday and Thursday. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The conversation this morning has been all about Goldberg and whether or not uh, fans are excited to see Goldberg back whether it does anything for you, if you want to see the match between Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Uh, phone lines are lit up. Tweets coming in like crazy about the whole Goldberg thing. Just right off the bat, what's your take on the situation with Goldberg returning yet again? 
I enjoyed the segment with him and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman told a masterful story how that all went down. And right when you were going to hear from Roman Reigns, hit Goldberg's music. That place erupted. I believe it was Oklahoma. Great place for Goldberg to come out. And the place erupted. They had the nice stare down. Done. Listen, uh, that Goldberg formula has been working for the WWE for quite some time. It doesn't bother me because there's a lot of moving parts. The The biggest moving part is Saudi Arabia. A lot per that deal with Saudi Arabia is bringing back the legends of professional wrestling because for television purposes, they didn't get modern day pro wrestling for a long time. So that's why they have brought back so many stars from the past specifically for those shows. If you remember, we had Undertaker Kane, we had DX, we uh, were having Lita, we had Hulk Hogan host a show. We had all these bigger stars from the past coming back specifically for that market. I know it's hard when you're dealing with television and people, but I don't know how many people wake up early and watch those shows, but for that market, it is, it's almost like market specific as well as ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages that are listening to this show. If someone is handing you $1 billion and they say they want these guys, you're going to bring those guys and make it work the best to your ability. And I think that's the biggest part here that sometimes fans forget because they get caught up in fandom, which we can understand. This is a business. And the idea in business is to make money. And if you have a fan who has unlimited funds as the prince of Saudi Arabia or whoever is buying this show and they tell you money is no object, you're pretty much going to give them whatever they want. And if they want Goldberg, you're going to give them Goldberg. So you liked what you saw the other night on SmackDown. So how would you go about this? Would you just have Goldberg versus Roman straight up in Saudi and have Roman win or would you like them see, to see them go in a different directions, uh, maybe a, a, some a, a surprise or a different type of story? Um, I would have to kind of like think about it again. This Goldberg formula works. He comes in, he does the thing. He has he's he's been better on promos. Uh, but if you also think about it, this is what the formula of Bill Goldberg that he has been doing for quite some time, you know, even with his WCW stuff, when he was green as grass, when his first run in the WWE, you and I were both there. It was not a successful run. They were not treating him like the Goldberg of past Goldberg of how, I guess his second run, he's answered the, he's answered the call. Uh, He's had some nice, nice moments being the champion, involving his family. It has gotten and garnered interest. You and Dave brought up an an excellent point that people have been talking about forever, about making newer stars. Uh, Again, I like what they did just for this. I wouldn't extend it further. Having Goldberg on your WrestleMania card, would it mean more to have Goldberg versus Brock versus Roman Reigns? No. I think, you know, uh, it's an intriguing matchup, but I wouldn't go there. Uh, Brock versus Roman seems this new incarnation of it 
has more interest than any other Brock versus Roman match we've had before because of the storyline being told and Brock being the babyface, Roman being the heel that, you know, the fans wanted to see. They wanted to boo Roman. Now you got him. And the, the greatest caveat of it all, the storyteller of Paul Heyman. I mean, that he made that entire thing. It was funny. I saw somewhere online, somebody put all the flips, dives. Um, oh, it was uh, Jimmy Seafood. And he goes, uh, all those big high spots meant nothing compared to uh, Roman just pointing at Paul. And it did. That moment was, was a specific moment. Paul with the belt being torn. And then, again, in only Paul Heyman fashion, can wrap up that entire story. I wish Dave was here because I was going to talk to him on Wednesday about it. And we were joking about it. The last time we did the show, I said, how come nobody's upset that Lita's coming back and doing what she did with Charlotte? You know why? Because Lita's a babyface. And not that Goldberg is a baby face, but p people want to get on bill. Sometimes I don't, uh, I like bill and I like the character of Goldberg always have, um, wasn't the best in the ring, but made up for it with his intensity and all that stuff and has had, had some matches that didn't deliver. I get that. That happens to everybody. He's gotten hurt. So, but no one cared when Lita came back. Cause what Lita did is exactly what Goldberg did exactly to the T. Yeah. But, this is the first time we're seeing Lita back in a long time. We've seen Bill for the past two or three years. I was actually joking with Dave last Tuesday about how, huh, I wouldn't be shocked if Goldberg showed back up again. And lo and behold, on Friday, he shows back up again because it seems like this is Goldberg has become there in case of emergency break glass uh you talked about the goldberg formula i agree with your assessment bring goldberg in he stands face to face with whoever tells them you're next they get to the match and then you know he disappears for a little while and then they bring him back but would you do something a little different so i threw out a suggestion this time around i'm i'm on i'm on board with what you said i don't have a problem with bill coming back this time i have a problem if they just do it the same way why not create a scenario in which bill catches a quick one on roman or hits a jackhammer whatever it is and bill comes out of saudi arabia saudi arabia as your champion and for the next six or seven days people are talking about how there's going to be a competition and how now you're going to have a competition on raw because now it's going to be goldberg versus brock lesnar at wrestlemania and they have a face-to-face -face. and then that carries on to smackdown where roman uh says he wants his rematch you get the rematch and now roman defeats goldberg and now you're back on track why not use this as an opportunity to shake shit up a little bit uh you can i don't know how it would be perceived you know wrestlemania listen man wrestlemania i will sell out both nights i think they're going the right direction if you take the title off of roman they're already doing that how many days he's been champion thing so then you're gonna you know take that away and that's part a bit a bit of his uh allure of you know and then basically also someone else has beaten him so you know acknowledge that he's not the head of the table anymore no matter what uh i mean if you want to you know fantasy book what if you uh, there was a great fatal four-way a long time ago 
What if Goldberg's the champion, Reigns and Brock are your, you know, contenders, and you have Bobby Lashley, and you have all four, and everyone throws their titles. Now you got Lashley, Goldberg, Roman, and Brock all in one match. You know the other night is going to be Ronda versus somebody. What is it? Charlotte. Or Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, I would also make that a three-way. But. I mean, listen, I. The winner-take-all uh, scenario is is something that I really like. Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. People thought you thought that Shaq had no footwork. People thought that you thought Shaq had no touch. Never said Shaq didn't have footwork. Shaq had very good footwork, uh, but it was more of a big man type of footwork. He had great footwork in terms of big man post-up. Joel is a guard in a seven-footer's body. And the reason why I compared him to Shaq is because of the stature of these human beings. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. I want to jump on over to Rhonda and Charlotte a little bit because it seemed like we're in the same boat with the ladies as we are with the men. Rhonda Rousey returns. She gets into it with Becky on Monday Night Raw. Before I go any farther, did, did you see the confrontation with Becky and Ronda on Raw? Yes, and I enjoyed it. And the same just how I enjoyed SmackDown. I liked Ronda walking away, Becky there, and then here came Lita. Okay, so I, I really can't... Uh, it, it, you enjoyed it. Can you please tell me what you enjoyed about the confrontation between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch on last Monday night? Uh, we, we know their history. Becky showed her personality. Uh, Rhonda as the, again, fans like her. She got a hell of an ovation, both places. She got one of the loudest pops at the rumble. Uh, what I liked about that segment, they told a little bit of their story, connected some of the dots, kept you interested in what's going on. And then when she left, I never saw Lita coming. And I was like, where are they going? What are they doing? I can uh, appreciate and agree with Lita. 
I think Lita saved the entire segment. Do you really believe you said you enjoyed it? It, it looked like Rhonda did not even want to be there. There, she did not have any body language that 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 told me she wanted to be there. She had no tone, she had no inflection, she had no volume. It seemed like she was going through the motions last Monday. That did, it didn't come off to you like that at all. I liked her promo on SmackDown better. I will say that. And the whole, you know, driving, uh, flying my daughter uh, in an ice storm. Listen, uh, Ronda Rousey isn't known for her promo uh, ability. She's known more so for her badassness. I didn't, uh, nothing that they did, I want to say, offended me in the sense of, uh, I did like SmackDown better. If I'm, I, you can't really, to me, dissect it because I'm not a, I don't like hold Ronda Rousey to this. Uh, like, I don't think of her as this great promo. I think Charlotte Flair is a great promo. I think um, uh, Becky Lynch is a, is a very, very good promo. Uh, I, I can understand a great promo, but when you just seem like you don't want to be there, and that was my problem on Monday. And then on Friday, I watched, and I think something was said that made me say, Hmm, maybe this is it. So I believe Charlotte pointed out to Rhonda and Rhonda admitted that maybe motherhood has really chilled her out. And maybe that's why we are getting more of a reserved Rhonda Rousey as opposed to the Rhonda Rousey we first saw debut in the WWE. Uh, could be. Or maybe that was a, a note from Vince or Vince wants you, you know, Vince wants you to be more. Uh, I remember there was a bigger deal when he, Vince wanted her to smile uh, more. So she came out smiling and then, you know, was, you know, she kind of has like, you know, a sour uh, look when she's in the ring. But I remember that was a big issue when she first came out and even she did it again, which I don't think she needs to do because she gets this major star reaction. You could come to the ring, whoever the hell you want to, you know, come to the ring. And if she's there with a purpose, she doesn't need to smile, but she does. She smiles, she shakes everybody's hands, gets into the ring, and then she's all about uh, business. I, I can't, like I said, rip up uh, the promos. I think the promo work mattered in the sense of it started connecting the dots when you're writing episodic television for weekly you can't go all out because wrestlemania is april yes we're february but it's still we have this show stuck in the middle of your biggest show here in the states uh, or in the company so it, it's you know what it is it's like the pro bowl the Pro Bowl is the football game in between the Super Bowl after you saw all these amazing playoffs. It's kind of like, oh, what do we go from here? But we still got to promote this Pro Bowl. We have all our stars there. It's going to be good, but eh, it's really not anything spectacular. Listen, I, I get that whole Pro Bowl analogy with the Elimination Chamber. Uh, my very specific uh, question was just what I perceived to be a lack of enthusiasm on her part last, last Monday. I agree with you that she was much better this past Friday on SmackDown. So I'll ask you, what did you like about the Ronda Charlotte confrontation on SmackDown? And are you more on board for Ronda and Charlotte, or would you have liked to have seen Ronda versus Becky? 
I would like to see the rematch from WrestleMania, the first ever uh, all-female main event for WrestleMania with uh, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte. I would like to see that rematch again because the match was really, really good. And then we're getting into the same that they're doing with the men. Well, when everyone holds the titles, who's going to be the champion? I mean, uh, two belt Becks or whatever she was calling herself. That Becky got, two belts. Yeah. Becky two belts. That got over. That got over big time. And don't know if you want to go that route. If she is going to be, I think she's on for a year. So coming out of this, Rhonda's going to win a title because she's around for a year. That's what uh, Nick Khan had said in a, in a press conference. So it's not like she's coming in to do jobs. So she's going to go over and then she'll be a champion. If that's the title you're going to take off her, you have to depend. Uh, do you want to have her on your Fox broadcast or do you want to have her on her on your USA broadcast? Fox is doing the better ratings. Who I, I can't. Those are a lot of the decisions that are behind the scenes. If you're asking me personally, I'd like to see that rematch again. Yes, I'm asking you personally. This has nothing like to do to with see. behind the scenes stuff, which we neither one of us truly know what's going on. What did you like better about Ronda on SmackDown than Raw? She connected the dots and made it personal. And then the physicality. I liked all that. And I liked the the old school. And I'll sound like uh, JR, the John Wayne, the slowly taking off my jacket. It's hold my watch because I know and that she didn't do it like I've seen, you know, Roddy Piper take off his jacket like, okay, you just crossed the line. But when you saw her do that and then, you know, also like the end, the end note that Charlotte said about, well, this is my baby and it's way better looking than yours. Anybody says something about somebody's kid. You're going to get your ass kicked if it's in the ring. If it's in the street, if somebody says it online, you're going to find that person. So uh, I like that whole setup. Are they backing themselves into a corner with Ronda Rousey the same way it could seem like they're doing it with a Bill Goldberg or any of these other stars who show up on an uber part-time basis? Somewhat. Because I mean, but that's always been the system, and I don't think they'll they'll think about that until they're not there and they'll always be there. My other part, if I'm thinking about this longer, is what if the fans start cheering for Becky during Becky versus Rhonda? That's not the direction you want to go, um, because it's all gonna be about Rhonda. And I think a lot of people uh need to understand that, just like you know, when, when Brock beat, I don't even know if Big E even got his title uh, rematch. And it's because it's no longer about him. It's all about Brock. And, you know, Big E is now slowly went from, you know, champion to, I don't know if he got his return match. Now he's just quietly moved to SmackDown because it's all about Brock. When you put yourself in that corner, yes, but when then there goes to, they, they've done it. They did it with rock. They did it with Austin. They did it with John Cena. They did it with Sean. They did it with Brett, but because those guys are the proven draws and it's, you got to understand it's a lot of, it's that formula. And if that formula has been working for how many years, how do you go against it? And broader scope, they, the company just had its largest ever earnings 
So obviously in their world, they're doing it correct. There's no doubt about it. Every single thing that they're doing is working because the bottom line is all those zeros at the thing. So you can bitch, cry, and moan. The only way that it will change is if people just totally stop watching, which I don't want, but you can't tell somebody who just had their biggest financial numbers, you're doing something wrong. I can't tell, you know, me and you are on the same diet. I'm gaining weight. You're losing weight. Who's doing something wrong? Uh, that would be you. <laughs> there you go. Um, you, what you just said about the, the earnings and the record earnings, no matter how they got to their record earnings, whether it was releases, whether it's selling T-shirts or Peacock, whatever, their bottom line states that their business is generating lots and lots of money millions and billions of dollars. And I always say to LaGreca, when he bitches, moans, and complains, if you're in that meeting once a month where Vince is meeting with the heads of all his departments, and this department said we made this much money this month, and this department says we made this much money, and Vince says, okay, so we've made this much money, but then Dave LaGreca goes, well, your storylines suck, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, which Dave does a lot when it comes to the WWE. Vince is not going to care. And like you said, the only way that anything will ever change is if people stop watching, which is not what we're encouraging. You talked about uh, you'd rather see that three-way at WrestleMania, the return from Mania in, in New Jersey at Giant Stadium. Why do you think the WWE did not go in the very obvious direction of the story of Ronda having her shoulders up when Becky Pinter at Mania? Uh, I don't think that, who knows? And who knows that they can't get there uh, eventually. You know, also a bigger part of, this whole booking scenario and why cards subject to change is the times that we're living in with COVID. You, you have to leave yourself open or think of what they did at the rumble. They brought in extra surprises that didn't work just in case someone wasn't feeling good or was testing uh, positive for COVID. Cause we're still, you're still going to pop for uh summer Ray. If Summer Rae couldn't come out, you're going to pop for Jillian Hall. You're, they're still going to give you that. Just like the fans are going to go nuts for Goldberg versus Roman. The fans are going to go nuts for um, Ronda versus Charlotte. But the fans would be going nuts for uh, if, Ron, if uh, Becky was put in there. Maybe there is truth to Becky and Charlotte not getting along. So then you want to keep them apart from each other. Because if you have two people with a personal history and then they're going to that don't like each other, and then you're going to throw Ronda Rousey in the mix. If that match starts to go nuts, will Ronda Rousey just start throwing there? There's, you have to think of best case scenario and also easiest scenario. Interesting about, uh, uh, uh Ronda possibly losing her cool because there have been times where you see the fans kind of get to her where she could lose her cool at any minute. Busted.
it open is part of the sirius xm sports podcast network the producer is gabby laspisa the associate producer is andre viola sound design by mary Bailon. special thanks to sirius xm senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting the legendary steve cohen and sirius xm fight nation program director mother marissa marissa revis Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.